a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 40. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast bringing awareness to the persecuted church around the world, counting down the top 50 uh, countries in the world where persecution is worst for Christians, worst places for Christians to live because of the persecution that they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So we're counting down from January to September. We do twice a month. Uh, to every other week from 50 down to 31 and then November persecuted church awareness month uh, countdown from 30 to number one we do an episode every single day throughout the month of November uh, praying for and raising awareness uh, persecution that happens all around the world so that's why the episode numbers go backwards if you noticed last week was 41 this week we're at episode 40 we will actually count down to episode number one so it's a little weird like that but yeah you, know, you get used to it after a while so that being said it is thursday may 28th and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world this from persecution.org ugandan muslim father burns christian daughter a young woman named Rahima accompanied her father on a business trip from Mbara district to Mbale district in Uganda earlier this year. They stayed at her paternal aunt's house in Nawayo village, Mbale, where she started listening to Christian programming aired on an FM radio station. Rahima then reached out to one of her father's business friends, who is a Roman Catholic. Rahima explained to Morningstar News the following about how she converted to Christianity. Quote, she explained to me all about she explained to me about Christ and the way of salvation, and I got convicted and accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. As she was sharing Christ with me, I was so overjoyed, and my father heard my joy, joy and woke up, came from his bedroom furiously and started beating me up with blows, slaps, and kicks. Unquote. Rahima goes on to say that her Muslim father was angry and shouted at his 45-year-old sister, who was sleeping in another room, stating that he was going to kill his daughter because she converted to Christianity. The father eventually started burning his daughter, and until Rahima was shielded by her aunt, who carried her out of the house with a little help of a Christian neighbor, Rahima was taken to Mbali Regional Referral Hospital, where she received immediate treatment. She is expected to remain at the hospital for more than a month due to the serious burns on her legs, stomach, ribs, neck, and back. Additionally, Rahima and the neighbor have not reported the father's assault to the police for the fear that he might try to kill her. This is becoming more commonly reported in the small East African country. In Uganda, Muslims make up approximately 12% of the population, with high concentrations in the eastern part of the country, including Mbali. The construction and other laws... The Constitution and other laws provide religious freedom, including the right to propagate one's faith and convert from one faith to another. Despite this, in Muslim-majority communities, it can be a serious offense to convert or preach the Christian faith. 
please pray for Rahima and to have a speedy recovery and for her faith to remain strong even in the face of such hatred and violence. So this is a this is actually almost a good news story because a lot of uh, family members, especially girls who convert to Christianity, um, do not survive. Uh, even even men who convert are threatened with death, honor killings, but honor killings happen so much more for young ladies. So the fact that Rahima even survived this event uh, is a, a miracle that, that God has delivered her through this. So continue to pray for Rahima, pray that she will be uh, strong in her faith, that she will come uh, be joined by Christians around her, that Christians will come alongside of her and um, just help her to walk through her newfound faith in Christ and um, the protection and um, uh, discipling for her in this time. Uh, also from persecution.org, a Wuhan preacher taken away during online evangelism event. On May 23rd, as the proclaimed Jesus gospel gathering was taking place via Zoom, the police in Wuhan, Hubei province, came over and took away preacher Lo from Nanjing Road Church. He was only released after 4.5 hours of interrogation. The whole day online event yesterday was divided into the morning and afternoon sessions with a focus on evangelism and church planting. Around noontime, the police suddenly arrived and started to look for evangelism materials or publications before taking Preacher Lu away. According to the information shared by the Chinese Christian Fellowship of Righteousness with wisdom and strength from God, during the four-point hours of interrogation, Lu was able to witness to the police how Christians were serving the city during the pandemic. They became speechless and were made to think what Christians did during Wuhan's most difficult moments. Quote, I rebuke them, calling them out that they are not minding business that they should be minding. Christians disregarded their own lives to do good things, yet the police treat them as bad guys. This is unreasonable, unquote, Lou said. Lou added, quote, I also told them a few times in all seriousness, in all seriousness I will only live for Christ. I will not argue on other, on other matters. However, I will never change my persistence about evangelism, unquote. In the end, the officials politely sent him on his way out of the police station. ICC previously reported on Christians' distribution of face masks, protective suits, and gospel pamphlets to passers-by on the streets in Wuhan. This initiative was first taken by Preacher Liu. Their actions encouraged many churches inside and outside China to join their efforts. So, again, it's, it's very hard to... Uh, even exist when the persecution comes from your government, where which is what the Chinese. I mean, it's one thing to have other religious groups that are are persecuting the church in those areas, but to have the control of the government like it is in in China over the church makes it very difficult. A lot of uh, churches have to remain underground. The fact that this evangelism event even happened again is testament that God is is doing things to. Uh, bring the gospel uh, to bear in these areas, especially during uh, times like the pandemic that's going on right now. So pray for uh, pa for Preacher Lou. Um, praise God that he wasn't detained longer, wasn't arrested, wasn't imprisoned because of having contraband or even uh, encouraging others to, uh, to do evangelism and plant churches, which have 
has gotten other uh, preachers in the in in China thrown in prison. So again, praise God that that these these are almost good news stories, <laughs> which we don't usually get. But I mean, it is absolute stories of persecution. I mean, burning is not a good news thing, but the fact that Rahima is alive is a is a testament to God's uh, sovereignty in those situations and God's will. And the fact that uh, Pastor Lou, Preacher Lou, uh, is not in prison right now is is God's work in these places to continue to bring forth the gospel in, in areas where people are horribly persecuted for their faith in Christ. And that brings us to our World Watch list for the day. We are at number 40, which is Malaysia. So a few facts about Malaysia. The region is Asia. Uh, persecution type is Islamic. Persecution level is very high. Population of Malaysia is 32,454,000, of which uh, 2,951,000 are Christians, so less than 1%, uh, or less than 10%. The main religion is Islam. The government is a federal parliamentary constitutional monarchy. And the leader is Prime Minister Mahathir bin Mohammed. Most people are expected to be Muslim in Malaysia. Every ethnic, ethnic Malay is expected to be Muslim. Whoever deviates from this is viewed as not just going against the Constitution, but also against society at large, their family and their neighborhood. Roman Catholics and Methodists are watched by the authorities and non-governmental organizations, but non-traditional Protestant groups are more often targeted, as these tend to be more active in testifying about their faith. Christians from Muslim backgrounds often hide their faith and meet in secret. If discovered, they could face rejection from their family or be, or be forced to divorce their spouse. Occasionally, they may be sent to a re-education camp or simply disappear. The fate of Pastor Raymond Coe, abducted in February 2017, is still not clear, and the country's Human Rights Commission in its final report declared that the special branch of the police was involved in the abduction. This reality sent chills into the Christian community. Churches are monitored by the government, and it is illegal to share the gospel with Malay Muslims. A couple of examples, all children in state-run nursery and elementary schools are required to attend Islamic education. In state schools, Muslim pupils, including Christians with a Muslim background, are required to attend Islamic classes. At the university level, Islamic courses are also mandated. In February 2017, Pastor Raymond Coe was abducted in broad daylight. The country's Human Rights Commission has attempted to investigate this incident, but has been prevented from freely proceeding with their investigation. A few prayer points for Malaysia. Pray for protection over secret gatherings of believers from Muslim backgrounds. Pray these times of fellowship would be encouraging and unifying. Pray for new converts who are often kicked out of their homes, isolated from their families and communities, and sent to Islamic re-education camps. Pray for strength and courage. The Constitution defines ethnic Malays as Muslims. For this reason, Malays do not have religious liberty to leave Islam, and those who practice other religions are forbidden from sharing their faith among Malay Muslims. Pray for change in Malaysia. Pray for continued grace to be upon Susanna Coe and the family. Pray for endurance in the continual search and answers, for answers and justice. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that we have this time to come together as, uh, as 
brothers and sisters in Christ to come and to pray for our, our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord, that endure uh, immense hardship and and uh, and persecution during uh, for for simply believing in you far more than we'll ever understand, Lord. Um, we do lift up Rahima and pray for her recovery. God, we pray that, that you would bring healing to her body and strength to her faith. Lord, that as she as she goes through this healing process, that she would also be healed spiritually by by your wounds we are healed, Lord. Um, we pray that, that, that her her testimony will be strengthened and that her her zeal to share the gospel with others would be uh, emboldened as well, Lord, that you would uh, take this testimony and use that to reach others uh, for for Christ, that, that you would use that testimony to draw others to yourself. We also pray for Pastor Lau or Lu in, um, in Wuhan. Lord, first we pray for his health and his safety there. God, we pray that you would continue to use him to uh, to minister to the people in that area, but ultimately to, to share the gospel, Lord, um, that more and more of the uh, people in Wuhan would come to know your gospel, to know their need for a savior, that they would repent and that they would put their faith and their trust in you, Lord, and that you would use um, even this this detainment by the police as as a testimony for those to see the preacher Lou who is willing to endure this persecution for your gospel because of what you have done for him in redeeming him and saving him lord we lift up our brothers and sisters in malaysia we pray that that those who have to meet in in secret lord uh we pray that you would protect those gatherings uh from from the uh, government and from other Islamic groups in the area, militant Islamic groups. God, protect them and uh, strengthen them as they fellowship with one another. Strengthen their faith. Uh, encourage them, Lord. We pray for those who are, are newly converted uh, and kicked out of their homes or ostracized, Lord. I pray that, that you would uh, bring them into a uh, other homes of, of Christians where they will be welcomed, where they will be loved, and where they will be discipled, Lord, to uh, to know you more, where they can, can openly pray and, and openly study your word and, and just become closer and, uh, and stronger in their faith, Lord. We pray for... Um, all of Malaysia, we pray that, that you would bring about change in this country, that it would not be an illegal thing to convert for ethnic Malays to convert from Islam to Christianity, Lord. We pray that you would remove that obstacle um, in, in coming to, to faith in Christ for them, Lord, that you would bring about change in the government by by even raising up Christians in the government that would uh, bring about change in the constitution and the laws in Malaysia. And Lord, we pray for the, the family of uh, Pastor Ko um, and pray that, that uh, they would find him first, Lord, that he would be found safe, but that they would have answers and that there would be justice um, brought upon whoever was involved in, in the kidnapping of, of this man, Lord. And again, we pray that you would use all of these testimonies of, of willingly standing firm in the faith amidst 
great persecution, that you would use those testimonies to reach others, that others would see and say, there is something about this Christ that, that I need to know because these people are willing to lay down their lives for, for this gospel, Lord, and that you would use that to draw, uh, many men and women, uh, to yourself, that they would become believers, that they would repent, put their trust in you and that they would be saved through the testimony of these brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, again, we thank you for this time. We thank you that, that you are moving, that you are sovereign, that in all the things that are going on, that, that you are ultimately in control and that you are ultimately glorified in every story of persecution around the world as our brothers and sisters endure uh, hardship simply because of their faith in you. Lord, so be glorified in that. Uh, help us to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters and that we do offer you the glory in all those things. And it is for your glory and in your name, Lord, that we pray. Amen. Again, thank you guys uh, for being part of this. If you know anybody else who would be willing to come and be part of this group, uh, have them come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page where they can just uh, ask for an invite uh, or ask to be uh, included in the group. Usually within 10 to 15 minutes, I'll, I'll accept that uh, request. Um, or they can go to the Evangelical Norm on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe and the notifications and get all the, the content that is released there throughout the week. Um, but please continue to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Pray that God would be glorified and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.